98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country, 624. We are Tig and Daniel. Good morning, guys. This is Did You See, brought to you by Daniel's Dentist, Dr. Hugh McDougal at Hugh McDougal Dentistry. Good morning, Daniel. Tig, you see, uh, there was a guy down in Texas. He was going to be put to death for a 2004 robbery where he uh, stabbed the clerk to death. He got a stay of execution. He wanted his pastor to come in and lay hands on him at the time of his lethal injection. So if you're a judge, how do you handle that type of situation? You're normally good about thinking logically or taking emotion out of it. Well, okay, so he killed a guy? Oh, yeah. Well, did that guy have a chance to have his pastor come for his death? Well, no. Well, then no. I think he got a reprieve somewhere in the order like three hours before it was supposed to happen. Listen, if you're about, if I'm about to be put to death and I get three hours, you know, away, go ahead and just do it because... That's a, that's a difficult it's the, wait. It's the month or two waiting up until it's got to be the worst. Yeah. And so th- back in 2004, he's... He stabbed the guy 29 times. I tend to agree with you. Let's just, it, I, I don't think it's violating his religious freedom to not have the pastor touching him when the. Yep, the guy he killed didn't have that yeah. chance. I don't know. So he received like a, a stay of execution. Did you also see, Ty, that they're making a George and Tammy series based on George Jones and Tammy Wynette? Oh, really? Yeah. You think that'll be interesting? Yeah, I think so. Because they, they had quite the relationship, didn't they? I mean, she she was the was she the one that had to go uh, hide his car keys because he was drinking and driving and stuff, and then I don't think it was her at the time. It was his then current wife. Oh, I see. I like George Jones, and and we've met him, and some of this stuff seems funny, but there might have been some like pretty dark days for those two oh, back I'm in the sure. day. I think he was drinking so much, and you know, haha, he wrote his line more. But also, there's probably a lot of like fussing and fighting. I. I'm not sure. Which, it might be George Jones that got into an argument with somebody like Waylon Jennings or something, and Waylon Jennings had to tie him up to a tree <laughs> in order to defuse the situation. So, Well, he, he used to miss shows all the time because of his mm-hmm. drinking and stuff. So, yeah. so it should be a good show. I wonder, though, if they will show the – well, sure, they'll show the Dark Days too, won't they? Oh, so I hope It's so supposed they, to be a drama. They so. tell the real story, sure. I got something, Daniel. Too bad this wasn't around when you were in school. But uh, did you see this? The Oklahoma Secondary School Activities Association has unanimously approved esports gaming as a championship activity on Wednesday. So yesterday, it was a unanimous vote. It means that Oklahoma will still have a will soon have a full league dedicated to expanding esports. And I guess so. Like instead of playing, you know, baseball or football, you could also be a gamer. And there'd be, like, championship for that as well. I see these, you know, people make fun of it and say that. Meanwhile, I've seen kids, like, earn, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars playing these video games. Oh, yeah. Right? And, you know, the military, they, I, I, I'm not sure if that's exactly true, but, you know, now everybody flies drones, you know, military drones. And they're saying, like, I read something where these kids that have played video games their entire life since they were, like, six years old, they're so good at it. that That's the kind of people they want flying their drones because they're good at that. Kind of virtual, even though it's a real plane in the sky, they're sitting at a computer doing that. I've seen little kids play Call of Duty, and they're vicious murderers. Brutal, yeah. brutality. Uh, don't think twice about it. I know. I used to get They're very these, scary, like little Ted Bundys. You bought me, like, a PlayStation or something, and mm-hmm. you got me this Call of Duty game, which is like a war game. And then you could get online and play other people around. And every time I turned around, somebody shot me. And it was always like a 12-year-old kid. Yeah, like yeah. an adorable little, like, eight-year-old that hasn't quite learned how to cuss yet. Yeah, but he's, like, but he's a killing like machine at this game. 
I, so, I like uh, this idea of esports, and I know you're probably going to make fun of me. No, 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 no. But uh, it's also good for people. Like I had a cousin growing up, and he was in a wheelchair. He had muscular dystrophy, and they really only had the use of his thumbs at one point. So this would have been perfect for him. Yeah, and he could have, in a sense, participated in athletics or at least tournaments and stuff. Well, yeah, yeah, his version of it. Yeah, so I think it's a it's a great idea. Six twenty nine with Ty and Dana. Remember seven forty. We got Blake Shelton. Friends and Heroes Tour tickets free. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country, 636 with Tig and Daniel. Tig, when you were a little kid growing up in Alabama, what did you think was a sign of wealth when you saw it in somebody's yard or driveway or, or home? You thought, man, these people are rich. I went to somebody's house, and uh, at our house, we had ice trays. You know, you put the water in, you stick it in, then you take it back out when it's frozen. You got to twist it. I went to a guy's house. He had an ice maker. And, like, it wasn't in the freezer. It was just, like, a next to the dishwasher. You, like, sometimes you see at condos now. Just had a scooper. Just had endless ice. I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it? I was like, what? The guy across the street from me growing up, his name was Clarence. And Clarence was uh, probably in his 50s at the time. And this guy had a satellite dish. And I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> Clarence is loaded. This man is rich. And the rumor around the neighborhood was that you could tell if somebody was pointing the satellite in a certain direction that they were trying to pick up the dirty channels. Ah. And this wasn't the ones we see today. This is the big boy satellite dish. This was the big boy, so much so that in order to, to reposition it, this was in the very early days of satellite television, you had to go out there and crank this thing for a good five minutes to get it to turn around. Yeah. Or unfortunately for Clarence's wife... She had to go out there and crank it while he yelled from the house. <laughs> it's good. It's good. The reception was good. So right. we want to know from you this morning, when you were a kid, what did you think was a sign of wealth? 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. I remember the first car I got into with a car phone. You thought that was I a- could not believe it. And back then, it was like almost like somehow a CB radio. Like the guy was, he was able to call, but it was like the microphone part looked like a CB. Well, that was a CB then. No, 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 it wasn't. Because we dialed a number. I remember specifically going, oh, and my God. And you spoke God. into a CD, a CB thing? Yeah, that's how we okay, did the phone that call. was a CB. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Okay. It's uh, 918-879-9898. When you were a kid, what did you think was the sign of wealth? Pretty good. 918-879-9898. The Bull, today's hot country. We're about an hour away from uh, Blake Shelton. Friends and Heroes tour tickets be in town this month. And good morning, Daniel. Good morning, Tig. We were wondering this morning what, uh, when you were younger, what did you think was a great sign of wealth? Tig, you said you went to somebody's house, they had an ice machine, and you were thinking, uh oh. Wow. Those same people had a house cleaner, too. What? Yes. It's It's like Bill Gates in my neighborhood. So we were asking the question. When you were younger, what did you think was a great sign of wealth? Hey, good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Who's this? Shannon. Good morning, Shannon. Shannon, when you were younger, what did you think was a sign of wealth? The uh, phone in a bag. It was a cell phone that was like in a bag. I remember that. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> I remember going to Little League baseball games, and I remember one of the dads had brought this thing that looked like a purse. And, uh, like, yes, he's so yes. important that he needed to be calling people from the uh, Little League baseball game. But I remember that, and I go, yeah, that guy must be loaded. He's got a telephone on his shoulder. <laughs> uh, yes. 
And it was like, That's exactly right. If he was rich, he was no longer rich because it was like 50 cents a minute. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you for calling this morning. All right, thank you. Have a good day. You know what? Also, uh, maybe I was naive, or maybe I'm not, but when er, whenever I went to somebody's house and they had a pool, I thought they were rich. That's a rich thing to have. I was like, that's kind of rich. You know, looking back on it now, everybody has a cell phone these days, but back then, we did, we took great offense if somebody had a cell phone. We thought, oh, they must think they're the cat's meow. That's right. Why do they think they're so important? I had a, one of those gray flip phones. You remember the, the kind that was... Pretty big. Probably weighed a pound, and you pulled down the, the bottom to speak into the microphone. Not the little thin. Oh, no, 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 this no, no. The this big, was the big, fat boy. It wasn't quite the Zach Morris, like, giant Saved by the Bell cell phone, but it was the the one underneath that. Mm-hmm. And the technology for Vibrate didn't come along until years later. So I'd gotten this this cell phone, and I swear to you, Tig, I was the first person to ever have their phone ring in class. And it wasn't like, it was like, And the teacher looked at me, and she says, who thinks they need a phone in class? I'm in college now. She sent me out of the room. Really? And I wanted to be like, hey, uh, I paid to be here. I'm a grown man. You can't send me outside of the room. And I stood out there in the hallway. And it was just my buddy, you know, calling for bull crap. Right. <laughs> How old are you if you had that kind of phone in college? <laughs> <Take them. laughs> it's uh, Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Uh, who's this? Good morning, Todd. Good morning, Daniel. It's Raquel from Biggs. Raquel, when you were younger, what did you think was a great sign of wealth? Well, there were a few things. Uh, a friend of mine had an actual soda machine in her house. What? Yes, and and the ice machine like, like Ty was talking about. And then my cousin had, like, one of the first remote-controlled TVs that had the two buttons that you pushed. One went up and one went down. <laughs> That's all and then my, grand- my grandparents got one of the first microwaves ever. You know, my grandma, like- she was terrified of a microwave, Tiger. She didn't get one until maybe the last, like, 10 years of her life. She did not trust the wizardry of the microwave. <laughs> I remember my dad telling and me you- when they got a microwave, you couldn't believe- they couldn't understand it because there's no fire. They, they just didn't understand. They were all kind of freaked out, I think. I was warned not to look right. into it because if you looked into it, it would burn your eyes out. But when I was popping that microwave popcorn, buddy, my nose was on the glass. Sleep <laughs> <laughs> Rice, memory I don't mess with. Good morning, Tig and Dana. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Uh, coming up in about 35 minutes, we've got Blake Shelton. Friends and Heroes Tour tickets coming to the BOK later this month, and that is your chance today at 740. And the other day, we were I was digging in uh, on some of Blake's earlier stuff, and, uh, you know, one of his signature songs at the beginning of his career was Old Red. Mm-hmm. Remember that? I mean, he's pretty much known for Old Red. His whole brand is named after Old Red or whatever because his restaurant's Old Red and everything's Old Red. So you think that's Blake's song, and then we were surprised to figure out that um, that's a cover song. Other people would sing that song. Do you want me to play Blake's when we do this? And I want to play some other songs you might be surprised or cover songs do you want me to play the version we all know first or we want to play the ones that are the early i would version? play a little bit of the the version we all know and then i would then play a little bit of the cover okay so here's the song we all know from blake and the world sing, come on somebody why don't you run Okay, so there you go with that one, right? So, so that's uh, Blake Shelton. You know, I thought he wrote the song. I thought that was 
His exclusively. I was shocked to find out this was a cover. Uh, here's another person singing it earlier, before Blake's version. Hear the warden say, come on, somebody, why don't you run? Old Redition, just to have a little fun. Get my lantern, get my gun. Red will have you treat for the morning come. That's Kenny Rogers. Kind of like that version. It is cool. Maybe a little more than Blake's. To my cousin up in Tennessee. And that's not the only one. There was a cover before that, or actually it sang before that. Oh, Red again, even before Kenny Rogers did it. Hear the warden say, come on somebody, why don't you run? Oh, Red, you kitchen to have a little fun. Get my lantern, get my gun, Red will have you treat for the morning come. There that is. That is George Jones. Yeah, how about that? I guess they just weren't hits for those guys, but the song just kept kind of hanging out, and Blake gets a hold of it, and it turns into a hit for him. Um, here's another one. Not not country, but I think we all know this song. I thought for sure this was their song. Not the case. UB40. Uh, also, a little trivia about UB40. They're also the, the band that sang that Bad boys, bad boys on the cops. Is that right? SUB 40, yeah. No, it's not. Sure is. Look it up. I don't think so. So you think, oh, yeah, that's their song. But actually, you won't believe who sang that song before they did. Uh, a legend, really. And here's his version. Red, red wine. Go to my Any guesses as to who's singing Red Red Wine there? Let me hear just a second more. Red Red Wine It's up to you I'll give you a hint. Sweet Caroline. Oh, Neil Diamond. How about that? All I can do, I've done. So it's Cops by UB40? Still looking. <laughs> more Neil Diamond, please. <laughs> I was absolutely right. It's the uh, Florida-based reggae group Inner Circle. Yeah, so not UB40 at all. Yeah. Uh, Here's another big hit. Uh, One of the biggest hits ever, I'm sure. Do you know this one? You're not telling me that Aretha, Aretha Franklin's respect wasn't one of her own. I mean, it's not. You're kidding. No, because it's so confusing. Because There's a movie out about Aretha Franklin right now called Respect. I know, it's basically to find her. But nope, uh, somebody did it before her. Now, it was right before her, like a year before, but uh, this is a, this is Respect. What do you So that was before. He, he's not spelling out respect. He's saying respect. I read about that. Aretha, when she frank, uh, sang it, she decided to spell it out. But the lyrics otherwise are previously sang. Well, who is that singing it now? That's Otis Redding. Huh. And uh, finally, uh, this is this is kind of a sad one <laughs> because 
Uh, here's another one that uh, this is from Stevie Wonder, Superstition. The reason I feel like this one's kind of sad is because um, the other covers we just played were covered by people who had success in their own right. You know, Otis Redding had a good career, whether or not respect was his or not, uh, eventually. Lil Diamond was fine, George Jones and uh, Kenny Rogers. But the, the problem with Superstition, uh, it was just a guy named Jeff wrote it. Oh, no. And uh, here's his. So uh, Jeff writes it and releases it, Nothing Happens. And uh, I guess Stevie Wonder heard it at the studio and said, Hey, Jeff, how about I give you some money for that song? And they probably gave him like, you know, 10000 bucks, And then they turned it into a multi-million dollar hit. Well, poor Jeff. Now I'm depressed yeah, for Jeff. poor Jeff writing Superstition. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull, Today's Hot Country. And Blake will be singing his own version of Old Red at the BOK later this month. And your chance to win those tickets. <laughs> 98.5 The Bull, get ready for your minds to be blown. We decided we were debating whether to do this or not because uh, the song we're going to talk about is such a beautiful song. I mean, Daniel, it's up there. It's not national anthem, but it's up there, man. I mean, it's, it's darn like, close. It's tied, it's like woven into the fabric of patriotism in a sense in this country. When you hear the song, you feel proud, you feel good about America and all that. But then when we found out <laughs> the guy who sang this song, what he did later will shock you. And I told Daniel this. I said, you're not going to believe this song. Uh, should I go and play a clip of the song? So yes, everybody knows what we're doing. All right, so you, know, you all know the song. Gorgeous song. And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free But I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up next to you And defend her still today there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA I mean, like, it's almost like I get teary-eyed just listening to that. And then I see, like, it's a video and there's soldiers and uh, hugging family members. I mean, it's a gorgeous song that's just right up there. I mean, and that's uh, Lee Greenwood who sings that song. To the hills of Tennessee But... <laughs> There's an issue. Do you want to explain? Well, Ty told me a few years ago about this, and I didn't believe him. I said, this, is, this can't be true. Ty pulled me aside and said, you know there's a Canadian version of that. And I said, well, what are you talking about, Canadian version? He said, there is a, a version where Lee Greenwood does the same song, but except God bless the USA. It's God bless Canada. It's like now, Mad Libs. He it fills doesn't a different even place. seem like it could be possible. Right. So do you have a clip here? Like, well, i got to go ahead and tell you, once you hear this, you can't unhear it. This is Lee Greenwood. This is no joke. This actually happened. And here we are. The same song, pretty much, with the <laughs> words changed out. Here we go. And I'm proud to be. Her 
Uh, that's real. I wonder if people up in Canada are like, wait a minute, he did the same thing for guys yeah. in the USA? Oh, yeah. To the forest in BC, Montreal to Winnipeg, from sea to shining sea. From Detroit, we can see her above the USA, cause there's pride in every Canadian heart. saying he's wrong for doing it i just i just it it just blew my mind when i found out it was another version of it i don't know how to feel what do you mean you don't know how to feel well canada you know they they fought in the war wars and all that and they were instrumental in a lot of ways too but he's an american and I, I don't know i feel like i cheated on or something Listen, you got this giant hit. It's making all this money. And then Canada calls you and said, hey, uh, would you mind doing one for us? And yeah. you're like, how much money? They're like, $10 billion. He's like, I'll be right, I'll be He's right, like, I'll be God right away. bless Canada. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, at first I was giving him a hard time, but maybe Lee Greenwood. Did you know Lee Greenwood born right here in Tulsa? Was it? No, I'm just kidding. Ty was worried. Yeah, his family's coming up here now. Ty was worried for not upset the Greenwoods. Uh, no, he was born in California. So. Anyway, I thought that was an interesting sort of uh, tidbit about that. Will it ruin the song? I don't know. I, I'm kind of like at first I was kind of mad years ago when I first heard it. But now I'm like, you know, Canada probably said, "Hey, dude, ten thousand dollars." Like, I will never do that. Twenty thousand. I will never do that. One million. When do you want me to sing? <laughs> When's the flight? Yeah, <laughs> 7.30. 10 minutes away from Blake Shelton on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... Ah, 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, Ty again, Daniel. About two minutes away from Blake Shelton tickets. But first, Daniel, we were playing this song. It's a beautiful song. I love the song. I almost get teary-eyed listening to the song. This song here, it's called, and you all know this, it's called I'm Proud to Be an American. Lee Greenwood. From the lakes of Minnesota To the hills of Tennessee Across the plains of Texas From sea to shine Gorgeous song, I'm Proud to Be an American. The name of the song is God Bless the USA. God Bless the USA. And uh, Ty, tell me a few years ago that Lee Greenwood had covered a Canadian version of that or made a Canadian version. And I said, I don't believe you, Ty. Um, and it blew my mind. It's not a joke. Here it is. From the shores of Nova Scotia to the forests in B.C. Montreal to Winnipeg from sea to shining sea. We were just kind of like asking the question like, I was just I, like, I, I don't like know. that was our song. I was just like, I, I don't know how to feel about it. I didn't say it was right or wrong. Tiger, I don't think you said it was no, I right just, or wrong. I still love the song, but, you know, that he did it for Canada, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. Um, we didn't know how to feel, so we played it. Hey, Apparently, good, some people don't like that we played it. <laughs> yeah, good morning. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. <laughs> we played the song from, like, Canada and from Lee Greenwood. Yeah. It doesn't matter where he sings it. You feel proud wherever you are. But he's an American. All right. Well, thank Proud. you for the call. Matter. Proud of what? what are you I, I don't even know what she's talking about. Proud of, 
Proud of what? Just be proud. Just of be what? proud of where you're from. He's not from Canada. He's from America. Who cares? Who cares? Who okay. cares? Yeah, that's a great point, ma'am. Thank you. That's why there's, there's why there's so much hate in the world. All right. Well, because thanks. you yeah. just can't be proud. Right. I, don't, I don't know what you mean, but that's, you're right. Oh, she hung up on you. <laughs> right in my face. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't understand to be proud of, of, I don't, what does she mean, be proud of? Where you're ever you're from. Well, but he's not from Canada, so I don't know. Anyway, people were mad. People were angry. Uh, but let's lighten the let's lighten the room here. We got Blake Shelton tickets right now. He's in town later on this month, bringing a lot of friends with him. Let's go call her number nine nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight right now. Nine one eight eight ninety eight five. The Bull today's hot country. You got Tig and Daniel, Blake Shelton, friends and heroes tour. God, who's gonna be that? Trace Atkins, Tracy Bird, everybody's gonna be there. And uh, Blake Shelton will be there. Tyler, what you're in Glenpool, you said, Tyler? Yes, sir. Good morning, man. How you feeling today? I'm feeling excellent. Do you feel lucky, Punk? I feel lucky, yes. All right, here we go, Dana. What are we going to play? All right, Tyler, today's game is Trivia Potpourri. I'm going to give you some general knowledge trivia. And you got to get at least how many, How many? Tyg? Three? Three out of three. five. Is you got to right? get three right. If you get three right, you're going you're gonna to go to see the show. All right, first up, Tyler, how many right. letters? Are there in the English alphabet? Uh, let's see. Uh, is there a time limit? Well, you can't count them all right now. You don't have 26 seconds, but. <laughs> let's see, 20. We can't give you 26 seconds to get this right. 26? 26 is a correct. Uh... Oh, thank you. Did you just say a cuss? Tyler, did you just cuss? Uh, no. Okay, I think he's lying, but okay. <laughs> we'll see what the FCC has to say. All right. Ty Tyler, which man currently hosts The Tonight Show on NBC? Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Uh, correct. Tyler, when it comes to the United States of America, which U.S. state comes first in alphabetical order? Is it Alabama? Alabama is correct. A regulation baseball game is made up of ha of nine sections called what? Um. So it's not quarters in baseball. There's nine of these. Innings, right? Innings, yes. And finally, Tyler, in the Sega video game, what type of creature is Sonic? Hedgehog. Where did you go? Tyler, you're aside, going. Hey, aside from the cussing, he's pretty smart. Yeah. <laughs> you, you clean up that mouth before you go to Blake Shelton, all right? All right, man. You going to take somebody special with you, Tyler? My wife. Hey, now, how long hey, have you now. been married? Uh, three, going on four years. Oh, they still like each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. All right, Tyler, uh, congrats <laughs> on the big win. And tell your friends tomorrow if you want to bring some friends. They also have a chance uh, Friday morning, 740, Blake Shelton and friends at BOK later this month. Have a great time with the show, okay, man? 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. If, uh, if you're bored or just looking for something fun to do and you can't find anything fun to do this weekend, you're just not trying, are you? Because... Uh, Lady A is going to be in Norman tomorrow night. And guess who we have on the show today, Daniel? It's Charles Kelly from Lady A. Good morning, Charles. Oh, what's up, dudes? How are y'all? I understand you're on the way here right now. What time does your Greyhound arrive? <laughs> 
We are uh, we're there, man. We got in early and uh, and just getting ready for the show tonight. And I don't know if y'all know, but tomorrow is my birthday, so we're going to be going out and partying tonight after the show. So uh, you know, y'all got to hit me up and let me know what 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 the best bars are. How old are you, Charles? Can I ask that? Is it okay to ask a grown man that? I know I can't ask I don't a lady. Mind. Now I'm turning the I'm turning the big four zero. Hey, that's not bad. You know, I think it's a pretty good decade. Now, I'm early in the 40s, but so far, nothing bad has happened uh, in my 40s. We just had a pandemic, and uh, other than that, it's been great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm kind of with you. I, uh, You know, we obviously weren't touring for a couple years, uh, and then uh, I got appendicitis. And uh, I had foot surgery, so yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling my age this year for sure. Hey, he's already falling apart. <laughs> he is. I know, I know. It really, it's it's wild. But I tell you though, getting back out here on the road does break, make me feel young again because it always has. I think that's what made me start to feel old is like having all that still time at home. I just got to be moving, and and you know we're about halfway through the tour, and just to be back up on stage and feeling that energy and you know playing all these songs just taking me back it's just it really does it keeps me feeling young again so it's it's been good i know that you're not going to answer this but you guys have been around a long time now your show must be what about an hour 20 hour 30 hour 40 somewhere along, along in there uh all these hits you guys have had and i know they're all your babies and all it, that but which one are you tired of singing the most if you had to name one you know what we were tired of singing uh, looking for a good time and so we took it out of the set you know, and now we have we have so much new fun tempos like Champagne Night and Like a Lady and, and You Look Good. You know, we don't really need that song anymore. We already have such a energy-packed set that, uh, you know, we eventually kind of threw out a couple of ones that just weren't as strong. And so, but it really is. I mean, it's a full hour, I would say probably hour 40-minute show full of hits, you know, thanks to you guys, honestly. Forgive me, but what's what's the ones with the the horns, Tig? We got to watch them when they're doing a sound check one day. Oh, yeah, you look those good. horns, man. We love that. What is that? You look good. You look good. Yeah, man. That's a great man. They have all the brass instruments. That we were at a show with you guys, and uh, it was I think it was a festival. So you only played a couple songs, and y'all came out and just blew the roof off the dump with that. I was so impressed by that. Thank you, man. Thank um, you, man. Yeah, it's been fun. We, you know, I think we've always tried to kind of mix it up, you know. And I mean, I think like. Recently, though, having like "What If I Never Get Over You" kind of feels a little bit more reminiscent of of kind of w where we started. But we always like to keep pushing it, you know, having a little bit of a different flavor, you know, like uh, for instance, like "Like a Lady." You know, we just want to keep people kind of guessing and interested, and and um, but it really is, man. It, it's a, it's a fun show. It's a and you know, with the openers too, we have it's just a full night of uh, of just great music. Uh, Lady A, Charles Kelly's with us. Um, also, one thing that I, I didn't consider before is that some of these songs you weren't able to play in a live audience, uh, in front of a live audience so far. No. So it'll be the no. first time a lot of us will be hearing that music live. Yeah, for, for the first time, yeah. What If I Never Get Over You and uh, in Champagne Night, um, you know, were two number ones we had during the pandemic. So, um, you know, it really is. Like, this show is just, it just feels like it's elevated. You know, every year that you can kind of add you know, hits to the show, it just elevates the feel. And, uh, and you know, it's a big sing-along all night. You know, it really truly is. And, and you know, it's it's feeding our soul, that's for sure. New album coming out on October 22nd, I believe. It's called What a Song Can Do. Have you had a chance to listen to the album? <laughs> <laughs> I have several times. Yeah, uh, what, what do you um, think? Yeah, I'm already sick of it. No, uh, <laughs> I love it, man. I'm really proud. 
No, I have listened to it a lot, though. You know, in the car, when you're making the record, you know, you're listening to new mixes and you're constantly, you know, tweaking things. But uh, uh, the the title track, What a Song Can Do, um, which it's out right now, the rest of the album comes out, uh, like you said, in October. But um, that's probably one of my favorite songs I've written in the past five, six years. Um, and it's just the power of music and the power of a song. And so. You know, there's a lot of great, you know, I think music on this that uh, that just feels really present, um, you know, and there's a song on there, too, that we wrote called Fire, you know, just how you learn when you walk through fire, when you, you know, you learn through the hard times, not not when, not in the good times. So I think there's a lot that people can relate to off this record. Yeah, a lot of us have been through a pretty, pretty difficult 18 months for sure. Pretty difficult. Pretty, no pretty it. tough. Uh Charles Kelly, Lady A, uh, thanks for the time this morning, guys. Also, you know, if it's your birthday, happy early birthday, as we said. There's a If you want to yep. grab dinner before the show, there's a little place there just outside of Norman called uh, Deja Vu Showgirls. And they have a oh, good special. Nice. Yeah, it's a restaurant. They got a good little. They got they got a good little steak steak dinner there. Yeah, they got they got a blue plate special there. And uh, try the roast beef. That's perfect. <laughs> oh God, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're just an idiot. All right. So we... <laughs> Sorry about there. that. Sorry about that, Charles Kelly. Um, Lady A. In uh, in our in our state tomorrow night, and uh, tickets right now. Soonersports.com. How about that? Soonersports.com. You can there you go. Thanks for the time, Charles. See you, man. Appreciate it, boys. Luke Combs on 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning, Daniel. So my dad is 65 years old, Tig, and he's uh, he dates. Mm-hmm. That's kind of strange for you when your parents are dating, but I think a lot of people, their your parents d- date these days. Your dad's 65. Yeah. He seems so much younger, but yeah. So he goes out on a date with this lady the other day and... Uh, my dad doesn't listen to this show. He, you know, he loves the uh, 98.5 The Bull app so that he can ignore me even from down in Alabama. Mm-hmm. But so he goes on a date. Saturday night, they go have dinner. And, and he was like, my dad's real monotone when he talks. He was like, well, during dinner, she kept talking about all of her health problems. And she's had a heart attack. And she has to carry around a defibrillator with her everywhere she goes. And it's the size of a car battery. Mm-hmm. So he's like, he didn't think he's going to go on another date with her. And I said, Dad, I hate to break this to you, but you also had a heart attack. Maybe the person you should be dating is somebody with a defibrillator. <laughs> right. The guy's just awful. If, a, if he goes on a date and the lady talks too much or talks about her health problems, he gets grossed out by it. But I think when you're in your 60s or 70s, when you date somebody, they're going to have some health problems, yeah, right? Mean, who among that age group wouldn't have something going on? And he himself has had a heart attack. Right. What a shallow guy. Yeah, your dad. Yeah, I love him. But I mean, what, 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 what are you doing? But you have a little bit of that in you, to be honest. I sure don't. Yes, you do. I do not. You have broken up with, I, I've been with you for, God, who knows how long now. I'm sick of you. But I've been around for the girls you've dated and dated, you know, a year or two, and then it didn't work. And it all almost always seemed to end because there was just something you couldn't get past that seemed to me to be kind of minuscule or to be reasonable. And you're like, uh, you know, that I was grossed out by that. And, and then you just, like, kick these great people out of your lives. And you're still single. You've never been married. You're in your 40s. And it's because you're too picky. And maybe you're, you got that from your dad. I, I don't think so. Well, you don't think so? Why do you have so? to t- use this opportunity of something he did to try to criticize me? I see the apple not falling far from the tree. It's funny that you criticize him. You're guilty. You practically read the book on that. That's he, not he true. He probably got that from you. 
All right, really quickly, I'll explain exactly what Tyg's talking about. A uh, beautiful girl. This is I was in college. No, no, no. You're not gonna tell this story. I mean, I yeah, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think it is. That's a weird story. The lady had some, a toilet paper piece stuck on her butt and so I had to break up with her. I mean, things weren't going well already, and then I find the toilet paper, and I, I couldn't get over it. It did gross me out, I'm, and I hate to say that, but this one, you know, you're young. It's not like we had dated for a decade. I can't believe you just said that. Well, uh, you know, that, that's she just was like, that She's beautiful. Oh still my God. beautiful. And a good person and yeah. perfect. And then something silly happens and you just said, I can't date her anymore. And uh, so with the defibrillator and your your story, it sounds about the same person to <laughs> but me. But it sounds especially <laughs> bad for him, even though he's also had a heart attack. Okay. <laughs> Tyke and